Let's just lift up our hands one more time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We need you, God. We need you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you're worthy, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Like, like Pastor said, there's something in this house today. There's a strong move of the Spirit in this house today. And when God is, when God is present, anything, anything can happen. Anything can happen. The Bible says that with God, nothing, nothing is impossible. Anything is possible. Amen. Anything is possible. Amen. God, God loves each and every one of you. Amen. Amen. Cares about each and every one of you. Amen. Amen. Um, before we read the, the text today, um, just want to give a shout out to Pastor and Sister Kathy. They celebrated an anniversary on Friday. So let's give them a big hand clap. We're, uh, we're thankful for our pastor and pastor's wife, amen. amen. Somebody who will dedicate their whole life for the kingdom of God. To see us move forward in the, in the kingdom of God, amen. Amen. So if you turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6, and we'll read uh, one portion of the scripture before you're seated. Matthew chapter 6, and we'll read verse 10. And we sang this, sang this today. But it says this, it says, Thy kingdom come, read it with me, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Let's read it one more time. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And, and the title of my message today is, is simple. It's, my versus thy. My versus thy. So let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you, Lord, for what we have felt up to this point. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to, to move in a mighty way like you already have, Lord. And we thank you in advance for the things that you're going to do. We pray that you'll speak to our lives, Lord. Speak to our hearts. Move on our hearts today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. My versus thy. So, you know, there's been a lot of wars over the, the you know, in the past several years. There's been a lot of wars. There's been a lot of, you know, big wars, a lot of wars where there were a lot of people that were, uh, that, that, that lives were lost. Um, a lot of wars that, that, that um, decided a lot of things. 
But the greatest war we've, we have ever faced, you know, it's not Operation Iraqi Freedom. And if there's anybody who was a part of that, we thank you for, for, for being a part of that, for, you know, serving in the military. Anybody that has served in the military, we thank you for that. The greatest war wasn't the Cold War. It wasn't the Vietnam War. It wasn't World War I or it wasn't World War II. It wasn't the Civil War or any other wars that have been fought in the history. But the greatest war that we've ever faced is with ourselves. The greatest war we have ever faced is with our will. The Lord wants, the Lord has a will for each and every one of us. The Lord has plans for each and every one of us. But we have, we also have something called the human will. And we also have something called the power of choice. And they war against each other each and every day. Each and every day. And that's the greatest war we will ever face. That's the, that's the greatest, that's the war that it will never end. It will never stop. It will never there, there will never be a, a, a white flag raised or, you know, that, that thing called our flesh. It will never stop trying to take over to be in charge of our lives. But the Lord has a plan for each and every one of us. But the only way that we can carry out that plan, people, is if we surrender to God. Like Pastor was saying, if we surrender to God, if we say, not my will, not my will, but thine be done. It's not about what I want. It's not about my plans. It's not about the plans that I have that I, that I want to make for my family, the, the plans that I want to make. It's not about what I want. It's about what you want, Jesus. It's about what you want, Jesus. And Jesus, when he came to this earth as a man, he understood that. He understood that, that, that it wasn't about him. He wasn't here be, so, so he can create his own kingdoms and so that he can do his own thing. But he was carrying out the will of his father. If we look at John chapter 18, thir verse 36, at this point, Jesus was already captured. They were trying to, to decide what to do with them. And Jesus was speaking to Pontius, Pontius Pilate. And this is what Jesus said. My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. So he wasn't worried about himself. He was worried about carrying on the kingdom of God. And you know how you carry on the kingdom of God here on this earth? Not my will, but thine be done. Not my will, Lord, but thine be done. Think about it. If, if Jesus wouldn't have submitted to the will of his father, Would we have a relationship with him today? If he thought about how bad that spear was going to hurt 
or how people were going to mock him and spit on him and do all this crazy stuff to him, would we be here today? And I don't know about you, but that war is real in my life. The war is real in my life. Because there's times I don't feel like carrying out the, the will of God. Can I be honest here today? I don't feel like carrying out the will of God. I'd rather watch Saturday football. Right? Or I'd rather go to sleep. Thank God for sleep. Or I'd just rather do my own thing. I'd rather do what feels comfortable to me, right? But what if I put myself aside? What if I put my flesh aside? And I said, Jesus, not my will. I know there's a game going on. My favorite team is playing. Or I know, I know, you know, I'm, I'm real tired and I, I want to go to sleep, Lord. But what do you have for me? What do you want me to, to do right now? What do you want from me, God? What do you want from me? What is your will for my life? Do you know that there's blessing in following the will of God? There's blessing in following the will of God. You're not bound. You're not, you're not being, you're not being uh, uh, you know, kept. You are being kept from things, but it's not incarceration. That's freedom. When you follow the will of God, there's freedom in your life. There's freedom that happens in your family. There's spiritual freedom that happens in your life when you follow the will of God. Too many times we try to follow our flesh and we lead ourselves into captivity because we're, we're following our flesh. But if you can put your flesh aside and follow the will of God, there's no telling what God's going to do in your life. There's no telling what God will do in your life. Like I mentioned earlier, thankful for a pastor and his wife. Who will put aside their wills, who will put aside their dreams, their ambitions for the kingdom of God because they want to see a thriving church in Radcliffe, in Louisville, in the surrounding areas. Not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. Not my will, but thy will be done. If you go to Psalms chapter 37, verse 4. Psalms chapter 37, verse 4, it says this, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. He will give it to you. You don't have to put that stuff first. You don't have to make that stuff priority. Notice I said stuff, because that's all it is. It's stuff. Many of us work so hard, we put our jobs, you know, before everything just to make a lot of money so we can buy this temporary thing and, and buy that temporary thing so we can keep up with the Joneses 
and I still don't know who they are. So you can keep up with some fictitious family. Don't even exist. But you, you, you know, you, you're trying to get this thing and you're trying to get that thing. And so you make that priority in your life. You try to get things that have no eternal value. And you know, and, and, you, and you, make, you make a will for your life and you say, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm going to pursue it while all the while God is not going to stop you. But God is not going to leave you either. God is not going to turn his back on you, but he'll wait. I hear the stories of, of Elder and Sister Dummett, how much they sacrificed for the kingdom of God. Very smart individuals, and they could have made a lot of money in this world, but that wasn't their goal. Their goal was not my will. Put the eye and be done. Living in homes where people were murdered in. There's a lot of stories. If you ever need to hear some stories from Elder, just go and listen to those stories. But it wasn't about them. It was about him. It was about God. And if we can come to that point, to where that the Lord's will is most important in our lives, not our will, but his will, some of your lives will just change. Some of your lives will just change for the better. You have no idea. You have no idea what the Lord has in store for you. If only you will surrender your will to his will. You may not like where you currently are situationally. You know, there's times when God will put us in a certain situation. We're following the will of God. You know, we're doing his will above ours, and sometimes we'll end up in a situation, right? A tough situation. But other times we end up in tough situations because we want to follow our own will. And we're like, God, why am I here? Hello? You went down the wrong exit. You turned off the GPS. <laughs> you stopped following it. If, I've never, if I'm going somewhere I've never been, I will not cut off the GPS on purpose. Because I'm going to be lost. Right? <laughs> and that's a lot of our problems. We're following our own direction. The Bible says, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. So if you can just come to the point in the morning times, man, can I be honest? Sometimes it's a fight. Because when I wake up, I'm thinking about everything that's going on. I'm thinking about everything that's going on that day. God is one of the thoughts, but he's not the only thought. You know, I'm thinking about everything I got to do. 
everything I need to accomplish. You know, my work, the people that I need to call or the things that I have scheduled for that day. Oh, look, my cell phone's right by my bed. Oh, I got a little notification. Five new emails. Something new. Ooh. Let me check that. Right? Maybe something good in there. Things that have no eternal value, right? No eternal value. Versus saying, when I first wake up in the morning, thank you, God. God, you are wonderful. God, you are mighty. I surrender my will to you today. I surrender my thoughts to you today. I surrender my everything to you today. It's not my will, but thine be done. Lord, lead me and guide me today. Help me, Lord, to, to carry out your will. Whatever it is you have for me today, help me, tell me to carry that out today. Don't let me be so focused on my ambitions or, or my plans that there's somebody that you may want me to talk to. How many people have missed out on hearing about God because I was so focused on me? Because I was so focused on my plans. Because I didn't confer with God, hey, what do you want me to, to do today? Who do you want me to speak with today? Because we got what people need. We got what people need. The truth. We got the truth. The Bible says, forgive me, uh, Joe, I didn't give you this scripture. But 1 Peter chapter 5 in verse 5. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. It says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. And then verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Being humble, humbling yourself, that's not a popular word, especially in today's society. They say, be you, do what you want to do. Do you. What else today? Feeling myself. They say all this stuff. Focus on you, you know. Live your dreams. But that's the world. That's what they're supposed to say. Because they're anti-God. Anti-Bible. But you know what humbling yourselves look like? You know what losing pride looks like? Admitting, God, I am nothing without you. I know nothing. I will be nothing without you. I will amount to nothing without you. I need you, God. I need you, God. Humbling yourself. Humbling yourself to God.
I tried it on my own too long, God. I need you, God. I need you, God. about me, God. It's about you, God. Forgive me, Lord, for going my own way, for going my own direction, God. It's not about my reputation, God. It's about you. Jesus. Oh, Oh, Lord. In the name of Jesus. When we realize, people, that we're nothing without the Lord, We're nothing without God. When we humble ourselves to the Lord, when we give up, when we surrender, when we allow Him to take control, Jesus, I wish we just lift our hands right now. God is longing for a relationship with you. He's longing for a relationship with you. is in this house right now. If we can only get that concept, not my will. It's not about me. If we can only get that in our soul, in the depths of our soul, it's not about me. There's no telling what God can do in this 
in the city and the surrounding areas. There's no telling what God will do through each and every one of you if we surrender our lives to him. Let's receive the word. In the name of Jesus. 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 Let's all stand. know, you know in this house if, if pride is something that you're dealing with here today. You know in this house if, if, you're, if you are or not surrendered to the Lord. Look, you know, nobody can make you do anything, right? We all have the power of choice. We got the power of choice. But I encourage you to take advantage of this moment here today. Don't go another day ignoring God. Don't go another day waking up and just doing what you want to do because it's more comfortable. Because you don't feel like praying or talking to God. I pray that a strong conviction will fall over each and every one of us. Whenever we feel you wanting us to do something. But we do go the other direction. Because it may hurt. Because it may feel uncomfortable. Thank God Jesus didn't do that for you and for me. Thank God he didn't take himself off the cross. Thank God, thank God he didn't call those angels down to, to take him off the cross. But thank God he did what was uncomfortable so that we can be saved. So that we could have a relationship with him. And he's not asking us to die a physical death. But he's asking our 
for us to die out to our own will, to our own self-ambitions, for his kingdom, for his kingdom. So his kingdom can be here on this earth as it is in heaven. His will is always carried out in heaven. So why don't we do that here on this earth? Each one of you are precious in the eyes of God. Even with all the, the hurts, habits, and hang-ups, and all the, the just ugly, ugliness you may have done in your past, all the shame that you may be experiencing right now, all the things that are locked up inside of you that you don't, may not want nobody to know about because of the shame you think it may bring. Let me tell you something. Hear me today. Jesus knows. Jesus knows every single thing you've ever done. And he's still by your side. He's still by your side. We can't exhaust the love of God. We can't exhaust the love of God. And with that still small voice, he's saying, he's waiting not my will. That's all. Is, that, is, that, is that your prayer today? Not my will. It's not about me, God. It's not about what I want. But it's about what you want. Your will be done. I invite you to these altars today. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be here at this altar. To lay down your life, lay down your pride, Lay down your self-ambitions. Lay down what you want for his will. Surrendering your will to his will. These altars are open.